Welcome to the School of Risk podcast where we have insightful, valuable and sometimes intense conversations on the various dynamics of risk taking in life and business. I am your risk champ, your host Chisabel Egudo and this is episode number 29. On the show today is Mindy Gibbons-Klein, founder and CEO of the book Midwife. She's a coach, thought leader, publisher, author, professional speaker. Oh my goodness, the list goes on. We will be talking about how you can succeed as an entrepreneur, overcoming the fear of getting started on the value you want to deliver, the value of writing and publishing your book, and how you can publish your first book and much more we have to share on the show today. You don't want to miss this. So let's go to school. Oh, and she's the first ever person to sing on the show. Mindy, welcome to the School of Risk podcast. It's amazing to have you here. I've looked forward to this day and I know you got so much value to share. Please start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Let them know who you are. Okay, so thanks a lot, Tiz. My name is Mindy Gibbons-Klein, and I grew up in New York, so if anybody's hearing a strange accent, that's why. I currently live in the UK, which is where we met, and I work in the area of thought leadership, thoughtful leadership, and helping experts to be authors and speakers and basically build their profile. So that's my passion, that's my expertise. It's a combination of coaching, mentoring, marketing, strategy, and generally cheerleading and nudging people to be all they can be. Because I, I really believe that most of us have so much untapped potential. And so that, that's, that's me. That, you know what, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there because I know what value you've added to me when I worked with you and all that stuff. So I'm really grateful for that. And that is why I had to bring you on here because I know you have so much to share, you know, to help entrepreneurs out there because they do need that help. You know, they need people like you who know how to help entrepreneurs strategize. And that's the thing we want to focus on. And then we'll talk about a few other things based around what you do and, you know, expand on, you know, our, our, our conversation today. Yeah, thank so, you. You're also known as the book midwife. I love that. The book midwife. Tell us about that. Well, actually, I am founder of a global brand called the book midwife. Uh, at first, it was just a fun little thing. And then we decided we'd go global and trademarked it. And so um, I am the original book midwife. But basically, I'm founder of this methodology. And um, it is a metaphor. I'm not a real midwife. Uh, I'm just dreading that call at 3 a.m. on day, you know. She's in labor. I <laughs> it's not book the midwife, it's the book midwife. <laughs> Good clarification. So, you know, a lot of people say they have a book inside them. And if you just picture that, Chiz, and our listeners will relate to this, we have a lot of stuff inside us. Like I say, we have a lot of untapped potential inside us. But if there's a book idea, or a possible book that could share somebody's experience, expertise, insights, guidance, you know, all the stuff they want to put. I'm not going to use the word content because that's boring, but insights mm -hmm. and wisdom, you know, that is a real shame if it stays inside and if it doesn't come out. And, um, and that, I, you know my story, but many people don't. 
um, I really wanted to write a book. I, I you know, was writing little stories from the age of five or six, and then um, something happened in my life and I really wanted to write about it, but I didn't know how to go about it. And I messed about, I made mistakes. I went around and around, asked the wrong people for input, um, did draft after draft, quit several times. And the whole project took me 10 years to finally bring out my first book. And it was an important book that I really wanted out there. And yet I just couldn't get out of my own way. And I know that there's a lot of people like that and when it comes to entrepreneurs and writing about their expertise and what they know, they need to share it and, and their, their tribe needs to hear it. And so it's a real shame when that book stays inside. So hence the midwife, you know, gently helping to pull that out. I've got all the experience. Our process has won many awards, as you know. Uh, you know, it, it, it works. You, we need help with certain things in life. You're quite right there because entrepreneurs do need all the support they can get and they've got so much value inside of them what is the main thing that tends to hold a lot of people back from sharing what they know with others and how can they how can entrepreneurs overcome that and please also share the value of putting out that insight out there so other people can hear it and see and learn from it Please. Okay, I'll do it in that order. I was going to do it in the opposite order, but you're right. Okay. Let's go. No, 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 no. Let's talk about what stops people, and then let's let's try to help them over the the hump. Yes. Yes. So, what stops most people is fear. What stops most mm -hmm. people doing anything big, anything scary, anything important is some kind of fear. Now, yes. I don't know what it is for each person. Some people, it's the fear of failure some it's a fear of rejection which is a kind of failure mm -hmm. some it's the fear of looking stupid or you know all those related things um starting something and not finishing <laughs> if you look back mm -hmm. at your life um, i'm talking to all the listeners now you know there are things that you started and didn't finish i'm sure because i've got about 100 on my list and they don't make me feel very proud so you know if we don't start then we can't quit or fail, see? So, you know, there's a very silly logic that goes on in our subconscious. Then, you know, there's also a very, um, a very valid fear of the unknown. If they've never done it before, then, you know, they, they, it's scary. It's just like yeah. anything you've never done before, but especially a big kind of bucket list thing, like writing your book. Yeah. We blow it all out of proportion. Um, you know, I've got a few things like that on my list, which I might share later on in the interview. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that while it's out there, and we, we really, it's a big, scary, unknown thing. Um, it, then, you know, it's easier not to start or to put it on the back burner. Now, let me address that and um, give people a few reasons why they might want to blast through that fear or, you know, in a more gentle way, work with somebody who has a lot of experience helping people around their fears and you know there is a way to do it mm -hmm. despite that so as the late great Susan Jeffers said feel the fear and do it anyway but it's not just do it anyway it's do it smart get the right help um what's waiting on the other side well for an entrepreneur and really I I only work with business owners business leaders and entrepreneurs who want to write about their expertise like I said before while that's not out there someone else looks like more of an expert. And I've had this happen with clients of mine losing business to others who mm. had a book and my client didn't yet have their book out there. There's a real 
there's a real credibility about having a book in print, a good quality thought leading book in print. I will qualify that. Yes. Um, so what does that lead to? Well, it's been proven many times that those who have a book in print, that good quality thought leading book, um, get more gigs, get more opportunities, get the higher fees, get invited to podcasts and other exciting opportunities, speaking uh, engagements, uh, media, all sorts of things. Yes. And I think if people think about, you know, who they respect, and if they look at their own bookshelf, you know, there, there are some obvious players there, and, and they're just the standout leaders. So that's the first thing. But the other side of it, I, um, I think we forget, because a lot of people who work in the entrepreneur space, you know, it's all business, 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 money, money, money. And I know you and I are very ambitious. And yes. it's not only about that, is it, Chiz? It's about the personal goals, the legacy, that you know, what you are giving back to the next generation. It's a lot more than just, you know, selling books and raking in more money uh -huh. and being seen as an expert and, you know, all this social media it's also something deep inside and and that's um very personal for each each person has their own uh reason for doing something like writing a book but let me just leave everybody with this thought when you write your best book one that really captures your wisdom your best insights your heart there's nothing like it it's it's there it's a tangible I, I can't believe it I, I all my books are behind me but I'll show people a little mint case that I have <laughs> I like I, that yeah you see like you can't do a mint case with the book cover no but I, I like that I'm going to copy that in the future <laughs> you can have a few free mint cases I love that I love that um you know, it, it's just something very personal it's mm -hmm. it's like I said before a bucket list item and for most people, nine out of 10 people have it on their bucket list, but never mm -hmm. achieve it. And, and I just think that's sad. And I love being part of the 10% where we get the books done. Uh, you know what? I, I wish I met you 10 years ago. I <laughs> wish I met you 10 years ago because I've been wanting to write a book for the past 10 years, you know, and I started and went for about, three years of writing without completing until I met you and then you taught me how to really do it so that book is still in the works yeah. it's coming out it's happening I've been spending some time on it more lately doing a lot more writing and we're going to get to that we're going to finish that project you know you and I Mindy um, in, in the meantime I you know I decided to do a small business book which I put out there self-published and you know what Everything you said about putting your knowledge out there, your insight, your wisdom out there, I did that in a small dose, but that is getting me the attention I wouldn't have gotten. Great. So that is a testimony that everything you said about the value of putting your knowledge and wisdom and thoughts out there in a book does work. And it's not just about, like you said, it's not just about um, wanting to make money because that book, I just thought my bottle of water. I just thought my bottle of water. <laughs> you know, drama on the show. <laughs> Excellent. We are real people. <laughs> exactly, we're real people. <laughs> you know, 
everything about that is just happening right now. And it's not, it's not about making money because that book is not going to make me, it's not what is feeding me right now. But mm-hmm. I have that satisfaction yeah. that people are reading my book and saying thank you for oh. the wisdom I shared in there. <laughs> you know? Seriously, it yes. touches my heart when people yes. say that because so many people never get to experience that. That's exactly, amazing. exactly. So how can people get started? I mean, some people, you know, they want to do it, yeah. but they don't know how or where to start. Right. Well, where are you coming I, I am biased because <laughs> I really don't think people should start or do anything, any writing or even any planning, unless they are following some kind of program. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a lot of people do a DIY, do it yourself. On yes. Book. They get to the end. They're not sure about it. It mm-hmm. might not be the right length or angle or, uh, you know, structure or mm-hmm. content or style or this but they've guessed and and they it's too important i mm-hmm. think i think yes, the, it is. I, I do think and i know that if people want to be successful in anything they should get help right from the beginning get get the right mentors and guides and coaches and whatever you need yes right from the start so for example i know you're interested in investments and so am i mm-hmm. and um I've always had people guiding me, not always, <laughs> for my successful investments, yes. I've had people guiding me. I'm not joking. I've guessed as well. I've done both. Mm. And it's just a waste of time. It can be a colossal waste of money, um, but, you know, time. And also, you you know, imagine if somebody uh, just just puts this thing together. Last year, I had somebody contact me and they've been working on their book for, I think it was four years. Mm-hmm. And they had 500 pages. It was way too long and they wanted me to fix it. Not possible, as you can imagine. I just felt so bad. And so I tried to give them some help and advice. And, you know, like I said, I wish you'd contacted me four years ago. You know, like most people, when is the best time to start? You know, four, five, 10 years ago. When's the second best time now, right? I Um, I got you at the right time. I got you at the right time. You know what? For some people... They just want to DIY. They just mm-hmm. they don't want help, input, advice, guidance. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've never had, for example, I'm a runner and I've never had a running coach. And maybe that's why I've never, you know, really improved my personal best or won mm-hmm. a race. Or, you know, I don't care. And, and this is the point. If you really care about achieving that top level, that world class, mm-hmm. you know, personal best level. Yes. You need some help and input and guidance you you know you you i think people should get mentors and coaches for all the important things in their lives but you know obviously running is not that important to me but my my business i definitely have the right guides and consultants and mentors because the business fuels everything else i'm doing you know yeah we say we you know we we care about business we care about money um it's not about the money it's about Mm -hmm. what the money can do you know, all of my charitable work, pro bono work, all my fun stuff, all my, you know, life activities, leisure, that's all funded by my business. So mm-hmm. anyway, sorry, I'm done. No, <laughs> no, no, that's, good, that's good to know. That's good insight there. That's good insight. And people get yeah. to relate to this and see what the, their own potentials are. You know what? Let me bring it right back to the question you asked, which is, you know, how to get started. Get started with, you can do one thing before contacting me, talking to everybody now. Yes. Get a piece of paper out or your journal 
or dictate into a thing and just be honest about what it is you want from life. Forget the book for a moment, but you know, make sure you've done your goals. You know, we happen to be talking at the beginning of the year, but I know this interview is evergreen. If you don't have written down goals, do that. Be honest, take the time with it, go in a quiet space where you're not interrupted or distracted. Once you have your life goals, just see how a book, a good book, you know, your best book, thought leading book could help you achieve one or more of those goals. Because if you're not hooking the book into something important, it's just, it's there as a, oh yeah, I really should write a book because everyone else in my field writes books. No, don't do it for that reason. Be honest. And you know what? If you look at that and you think, actually a book is not in my future, that's a win because you're not gonna spend hundreds of hours, months, years, maybe all the angst and, and not really have your heart in it. So that is the first thing to do is to look at why you might want to do it how you could get excited about it, what it could help you achieve. And we do a lot of that here at The Book Midwife, as you know. But really, the one thing I cannot provide is the motivation or the desire. That comes with the individual. Has to. Uh, well, I say it has to if they want to. do, And it's okay if it's not there. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So the very first thing is decide, you know, just, just, just get in a quiet space. Because there's a lot of pressure for people. You know, you must write a book. You must write a book. You, no. Nobody must write a book. Um, I, I admit I've been part of that kind of hype over the past 20 years I've been doing this because I've really tried to encourage people. But I don't, I don't want to encourage somebody who doesn't really want to do it. I don't want it to be my persuasion and my enthusiasm that gets them to do their book. That's not going to work long term, you know? Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, and it's interesting because while you were talking, I... You know, I can relate to quite a, to pretty much everything you said, and um, I remember at the point when I had contacted you and I had sent you the draft of the book I had written. I'm glad I didn't write that book till the end. You know, because it would have been I would have not really structured my message in a way that would reach that would give the you know readers the value they need. You know, it might it will just probably be putting out data, you know, but it's just going to be a waste. But what you did there with me was quite important. And, you know, I followed that approach, which is what I'm still following until I get to the end of it. You know, and um, it's always important to work with, you know, people like you, coaches and mentors. And I find that to be a lot more valuable to find a mentor who has aspired or who's at a point at a that you can look up to basically, yeah? Because sometimes people have people in their circle and they think they can learn from them, but they're not really adding that value. But you need someone who's a lot more experienced than you. I can't remember who said this. Um, I heard this quote somewhere that, get a mentor who has achieved all the things you want to achieve or some of it and learn from them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Why would you say is, I mean, because a lot of people don't seem to, we hear this, but they don't. We, we don't do it. We don't invest in the mentor. We want to get, you know, information for free. Spend a bit more time because I think a lot of entrepreneurs need this. Mm -hmm. I've worked with a number of mentors. I've had coaches and things like that, and I will have more as time goes on. Mm -hmm. You know, what is the value for entrepreneurs there to get a mentor to help them chart their course going forward? Um, 
better, faster, more diverse. That's how I would sum it up. So um, it, it, having somebody there to give you tips and to, you know, you can learn from their experience and they might have a process or a method like we do. You can do a better job on whatever it is you're doing, you know, building your business. Faster, definitely, because there's accountability. You know, if you're meeting with them regularly, yes. you don't want to come to the session every time and say, oh, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. You know, you're not going to do that. You're going to make some progress. You're going to make more progress and you're going to make it faster. You'll also be faster because you'll be avoiding those mistakes that you might have made. You know, and the number of times I've said to someone, well, you could do that, but, you know, let, let's let's look at this and that'll save you time. And and people love saving time and time is money. Is money. And then more diverse. And this is something that, has always been there. I know it's a trendy, you know, diversity and all that. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about diversity of thought. Yes. I'm talking about diversity of approach. I'm talking about diversity of your your plan and your whole outlook, um, not just on your business, but life. So if I can get a bit spiritual here. Yes, please. If you're just in your own little bubble, I love my bubble. I mean, you know, the lockdown has taught us to work in our bubble because yes. we can't do anything else. But I really, really love tapping into other people's ideas, even even the ones where there's there's you know a bit of um, uh, not disag uh, disagreement, yes. you know, or, or different mm -hmm. I different ideology. Um, it's important, I think, for our own growth to get that and you can get that from a mentor even if you think I'm picking I'm picking someone just like me that no one's just like us no, no one is no. just like me no one's no. just like you no. right Thank yes God. Um, exactly <laughs> I'll be boring no that would be really scary yeah. <laughs> but you want someone who really is leading the way they've done some of the things you want to do or you know but not identical because what's the point there so they the number of times a mentor has said, do this, and I've fought against it. So a perfect example is, you know, in my business, which was growing nicely, I lost control of my finances for a while. I had a financial director. I was like, oh, yeah, he, that's his expertise. No, I was the founder, and I let go of the rudder, and I let some costs spiral out of control. We were making a loss. Um, I heard from my mentor, you have to take control of this again, or you're going to lose your business. And I got really angry. And there's a whole story, which I won't share right now. But <laughs> the point is, you know, that was his area of expertise. So in addition yeah. to, you know, yes, I want to build my business and whatever, it, it was a slightly different or very different mm -hmm. um, area of expertise, outlook, skill set. And, and then, yes, I worked with the financial director, ended up, you know, <laughs> letting him go and mm -hmm. fix the situation. But it, it was that initial, oh, I, you know, he's telling me something I don't want to hear. And, um, you know, you can, you can surround yourself with people who tell you what you want to hear. Not the, wrong, not not the right way. No. You're not going to grow in that. No, no, so, no. Um, again, Chiz, it's a choice. Yes. I really don't want to work with someone who's fighting me all the way mm. and I have this brilliant multi-award winning process and they're like yeah but yeah but yeah but I'm like you know what go do your yeah buts somewhere else I, I know our process works we've we've run a 
thousand entrepreneurs through the process. There's over 800 books in print already because of the 20 years of developing this and working with people who had it inside. It was at risk of never coming out or not being the best it could be. But there are many, 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 many people who, with whom I've not worked because it wasn't a good fit. And, you know, that's fine. They can do something else. So that's another point for our listeners is mm -hmm. if you're going to work with a mentor for your book or anything else, pick someone who you really can respect, uh, even if they're sometimes saying things that you don't want to hear. But if, if you're if you're in that growth mindset, then you're willing to open up. And, you know, I always do it with the utmost respect. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't um, control who respects me, but I can control who I respect. And I respect every individual for their choices. And when people come to work with me, not only do I respect them, but I'm grateful for their trust and for their business, obviously. But, you know, sharing their vulnerabilities, their heart, we do confidential. Mm -hmm. The one-to-ones are completely confidential. Yes. And in a small group, as you know, yes. you only share what you are willing to share and I, I hope you found it to be an environment of trust and respect. Are you kidding me? Of course I did. I mean, I did both. I did both the one-to-one -one and then I jumped onto the group of one. You did. So wow. You know, and that's still serving me till today. And I know I'm gonna do some more with you. And, mm -hmm. and that's the value. You know, you added so much value to my thought process to how I'm approaching writing my book and not just the book alone, even outside of that. And that's mm -hmm. why, you know, like I said earlier. I wanted to bring you on here because the two people in particular, I'm going to share this podcast with when um, when it's all done. And um, they, they, you know, one of them is uh, is in the medical profession. He's an entrepreneur and also in the medical profession doing his thing. Um, he's been writing a book for, I mean, he's written, he said he's written quite a few books, but mm -hmm. it's not out there yet. I think he needs to hear this. And I have another friend who's, um, she's killing it in the, in, in the event space. Uh -huh. So she also wants to write a book, so she's going to hear this. And there's many people out there that are I going hope to... I hope we get more than two listeners. Of, <laughs> oh, 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 of course, yeah, yes, of course, there won't be a value in this. Of course, we'll get more than that. But these are two people I know that are friends of mine <laughs> yeah, yeah. who are going to hear this. You know, I'm going to yeah. share this to them. You know, so they can they can hear about you and hopefully yeah. work with you someday because I have mentioned about you to them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now let, let's talk a little bit about leadership. Yes. And that is somewhere that you have, um, you've helped a lot of entrepreneurs. And when people hear the word leader, they think it's, it's all about having people follow them or being in control of a number of people and influencing their ideas. What does it mean to be a true leader, a real leader? Well, I have a little poem that has been running around in my head. It's very short. Yes, I want <laughs> to hear long. it. I want to hear it. It's only two lines. It's just easy for people to remember. Lead your space at your pace. Lead your space at your pace. Lead and that sums space. up this whole, you know, you must be an expert in your field. And But the at your pace really reminds people that they do it their way. I won't start singing Frank Sinatra or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do it our way. Yes. <laughs> You know, you don't want to follow someone else's path. And so there is an opportunity for each of us. We are individuals, as well as having a lot in common. We can do it our way. Um, leading your space is a choice. And doing it at your pace is also a choice. So yes. you have two, two lovely choices you can make. So let me just go into a tiny bit of detail on each. 
Um, as I said before, when you're seen as the expert, you've got the credibility, you've shared something important, your insights with the world. People are going to take notice. You said about your book that you've put out there, you know, people take notice, they pay attention, and it leads to opportunities. We know that that's a fact. Yes. There's something refreshing about people who are doing it their way. And, and what I mean by that, and I, I'm sure the listeners will relate to this, is, you know, you get the same old, same old, you know, I, I stopped going to three-day conferences that had 10 to 12 speakers at each because I, my own personality is such that I don't sit still well in the chair. I'm mm -hmm. really trying to say, <laughs> stay still today, <laughs> but I cannot consume all of that. I can't do anything for three days you know, where it's, 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 it's just too much. So the, the point about that is I do things my way. So if I join a summit, thank goodness, lots of things are online now. Mm. I can dip in and out. I can attend things that are shorter. I can listen to recordings while I'm on the exercise bike. I, I'm not going to sit in a chair for three days. That's mm. me. And, yeah. I, and I don't mean to uh, say anything derogatory about the events industry and people who put on three-day events. Or, mm -hmm. But it, it's a very tangible um, example. And it, it's something that I think shows I've made a choice. Um, sure, you know, when, when events are completely back to normal, if they ever are, and we have hundreds, people, well, <laughs> hundreds of people in the room. I used to love that. Huggy, mm -hmm. kissy, have a coffee. How are yes. you? Let's strategize. Let's collaborate. Let's but I realized, you know, that is not the best environment for me mm -hmm. and my character or my profile or whatever it is. I mean, I don't know if I'm on some kind of spectrum. Who cares? I just. Ain't we all? Ain't we all? I don't know, but uh, no, I don't like to say that because it, it really does disrespect, yes. um, you know, people, people with autism. And, yes, and yes, I, yes. I really want people to understand that we're all empowered to choose not only our goals and where we're heading, but how we get there and how fast or slow we get there yes. and how it looks and how it feels. That's the most important thing. I used to teach goal setting and I keep saying, oh, I'm gonna run it and I can never seem to do it. I've got to modify the way I used to teach it because mm -hmm. it was very much push, 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 push. Mm -hmm. And that's okay for some people. But most people don't like pushing, you know, it's not sustainable. They don't like being pushed. No, none of us really like being no. pushed. We like being supported, but not pushed. So all of these insights have come to me. Um, thanks to the last couple of years of having, you know, less travel time, more time to reflect. Um, I'm up to 13 books now. That I was just going to add, that's one of the questions I had in mind. I was going to ask you how many books you've written so far. I said, that's amazing. Yep. At least five or six of them are multi-author books. So mm -hmm. I wrote one or more chapters, not the whole book. Um, yes. And one of them is an, a fantastic ebook, if I say so myself, about inclusive and thoughtful yes. leadership in the digital age. That is, um, you know what? Uh, if anybody contacts me and says your thoughtful leadership ebook please that's all you need to say i will send people the pdf because it's can you repeat that again yes. so they can hear this a second time and reach sure. out to you please all they need to do and i'm not going to have like a squeeze page or a landing page or one yes all they need to do 
all you need to do, listener, is find me on LinkedIn, send me a message, and just say, I'd like your thoughtful leadership ebook, please. That's it. And it's very short, it's 30 pages, so it's really easy to read. And it's my latest and greatest, it's my latest, <laughs> I don't know if it's my greatest, yes. um, but I'm very, very proud of it because it's all about creating a culture of thoughtful leadership, thought leadership, but thoughtful. So it kind of brings everything together. It's not yeah. about book writing. I'll tell people right now, I don't even think the word book is in there. It's not, it's mm. the other part of my business. Uh, and it, it gives a good foundation for an entrepreneur who wants to be writing and speaking, not just writing books, but you know, articles, blogs, doing videos, yes. you know, all this stuff. Um, it's not just about books. Yes. So. Fantastic. Okay. I'm going to ask you one question, you know, and then we'll start to wrap this up. I know, yeah. you know, you've got a busy day. I know how busy you are and the people you work with. So please share three things, three insights that mm -hmm. you feel are success ingredients for entrepreneurs. I know okay. there's more, but I just wanted to share three of your own that you think will benefit right. entrepreneurs and help them on their success path. Absolutely. I'm going to cheat. And <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. Feel free you and cheat. cheat. Cheating is number one. No, look, I, I'm going to plagiarize myself, which is... Go ahead, go ahead. You're allowed on that one. <laughs> love saying plagiarize yourself because you don't want to plagiarize or copy someone else. No, 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 of course not. You know, but I've... Just in the past half an hour, I've been talking about things and I think it might be more relevant for me to uh, reinforce and reiterate those ideas because they really are the top ways of getting your success for you personally. I'm speaking yes. each person separately. Number one, consider how important the goals are. So when you look at the, well, first of all, do your goals. <laughs> that's, that's 1A and 1B is look at that goals list and, and make sure that you know which are the important ones for you personally, which are the ones you can feel in your gut, which are the ones you can picture when you look into your future or the ones you, you, know, you want to create. You want to create your future that looks like that. The, you know, we all know what is our gut feel. So be honest about the goals. And then the second part is get the right help, input, guidance, mentorship, whatever you need. Get, get coaching um, and accountability, you know, do it better and faster, as I was saying before, and with yes. a more diverse yes. Um, yes. approach. So that's number two. Um, number three, oh my gosh, I can only have three. So um, the third one, I I'll would you, say. You can throw this pair on. Now, do you well, know what, it's, <laughs> it's very obvious. I have to come to you for the next four, for all of them. <laughs> I did it my way. What a great feeling it would be to look back on your life and yeah, be, be a bit frank. Do it yes. your way. Um, yes. I do sometimes break into song in my I love own. that. I love that. That's original. <laughs> that's the first on, that's the first on this podcast, you know, the first person who sang really? on the podcast. I love that. <laughs> Well, I don't I know all the that. lyrics, so you're not going to get the whole song. You know, I'm, I'm nothing if not honest. Um, I'm working on my singing career. There's a whole bunch of things going on. Amazing. Watch this space. Watch this space. Amazing. It, it, it's a, that message is so, so, so important because I, I will just finish with something that's, that's truly important to me, and that is 
our young people at the next Jeez. generation yes yes that's important health, you know they, i i really really feel for them and they need resources and one of the best resources for mental health not just for young people for mm -hmm. all of us is to feel that we are living our life and creating our life and living our truth the way we want to it's taken me a really long time to notice that to understand it to embrace that and it's not easy and again maybe coaches and mentors can help there's a lot of resources you know our mental health and our feelings of self-esteem and self-worth there is nothing more important because we can't self-actualize or all these you know top level things on the Maslow pyramid until we have that basic respect and appreciation of self and and you know, I, I could go on and on but I'll just sum it up by saying find a way to do it your way and I'm always happy to connect to chat to I've got lots and lots of stuff this is I know this is where my work is going it, it can't go any other way of course it, it's you know writing a book is a very fulfilling thing to do but it's it's part of creating that sense of um, self-confidence self-worth pride in putting your best out there leaving a legacy and it, just just knowing that you're making a great contribution to the world absolutely and I'm going to quote someone who you know very well. I was at one of his events a few years ago, one of his um, conferences, and he was talking about writing a book. And he said, when you have a book out there, that book is your new business card and it separates you from everyone else. That has stuck with me because when... And he went on to start talking about when you have a book and you send that out maybe to 10 executives in different companies or whatever and all that stuff, look at the doors, it's going to open for you and just watch the space. And I, I've seen and I've heard that happen to so many people who've written books and put that out there. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, most entrepreneurs have business cards before they have a book. Yes, I've been there before. <laughs> of course, every, everybody. Well, I don't know, business cards are going away, but- that's They're going away, exactly, exactly. But, but when you have a book out there, it's, um, it does more than you know what a business card would do because it's got so much value in there that you can give people. Yeah, yeah that's, it is about making a contribution to the world. It's about yes. leaving your legacy. It's about so much more. It's about really putting your heart and soul and best ideas and insights into a package that will live on so you know business is one thing there'll yes. be people listening to us who want to write a book that has nothing to do with their business yes and, yeah you know speaking as someone who thought she was going to do a business TEDx and ended up doing a personal one it is scary putting yourself mm. out there but it's very, very fulfilling. So if it's if it's personal, if it's business, if it's if it's a you know contribution of yourself, then go for it and do it your way. Absolutely, absolutely. Last question is what I call the superhero question. Yes. <laughs> so, which superhero, a person or fictional, inspires you the most, and why? Iron Man. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, Why? Well, the innovation, 
the tech. I love that. The, yes. You know, the, the, the heart, the fact that, that you know, yes. at the heart of us all is, is something unique. And in this case, it's, you know, extremely unique. But Absolutely. It, it's more than that, you know, like it just just if I don't know who's seen the films, but, you know, shooting up to the sky, the ambition, yes. the, there, there's so much in that. <clears throat> and so and I'm, they've never done Iron Woman yet. I think I'd be up for that part. <laughs> they should actually do. And you'll fit that role quite well. I, I'm, I'm here. If yeah. there's, you know, any casting. Um, what, what's folks? the big name out there? I don't know. Who, I can't remember the, the, um, the um, what do you call them? The producer's director's oh. name. Yeah. I'm so not picky. Mindy's here. Please reach out to her for Iron Woman. <laughs> Iron Woman is here. Yeah. Exactly. You heard it here first. <laughs> Absolutely. You heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you, Mindy. It's been fascinating. It's been a lot of insight and value you've shared with our listeners. It's been wonderful. I mean, I know you've mentioned they can reach out to you on LinkedIn, you've got a website and all that stuff. How can they, how can people go to your website? What's the link? No, there's many websites, mindygk.com. I, my name is quite long and confusing. So mindygk.com or bookmidwife.com. And, you know, they can Google Mindy GK book midwife, but LinkedIn is the best these days yes. for anything to do with business. But uh, just, just reach out, find me, and we'll have a chat. Fantastic. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for spending these few minutes or nearly an hour with us on this podcast. You know, everyone right here on the School of Risk podcast, Mindy, you have to reach out to Mindy. If you're an entrepreneur and you want someone to hold you accountable, she's held me accountable. Even when she's not in my... In my thoughts, she's holding me accountable. <laughs> All those things you said, they're still there. I'm like, no, Mindy said this, Mindy said that. This is how to do it. And I'm still following that. Thank you so much, Mindy. And there's so much more to come, you know, for us and everyone else listening. So thank you so much. Thanks, James. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it's inspired you to want to write a book or succeed as an entrepreneur. We are all on this journey of success together and one good turn deserves another. So please share this podcast with friends or family or anyone who you know will benefit by listening to it. The School of Risk podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. We are currently ranked number 62 on the Apple podcast category in the UK which is amazing given that we only started this in December of 2021. So please listen, learn, subscribe and follow, share so we can be number one one day. Thank you for being here with us today.